Spooky. That was really fucking <laughs> ominous. That was dark. Um, <laughs> like, like, that was your week. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I feel like that's the tone. Yeah, we had kind of weird weeks. Weird weeks. I guess we should talk about our days so far. Yeah, so something that you all need to know about Fry and I is that we are both having sex with people in Bushwick right now. Absolute Bushwick tops. Bushwick tops. We've both landed some really, really hot, hot, hot Bushwick tops. And the beauty of that is that Fry and I live in the same neighborhood in Brooklyn. And it's a bit of a tough commute from Bushwick. But if we coordinate... And we do. And and of course we do. Um, we commute home from our tops in the morning. And that's what we did exactly this morning. So... We woke up and you text me, let's go get brunch. So I leave my top's house, you leave your top's house. Mm-hmm. We walk about 10 minutes, we meet in the middle. Yeah. And we had a delicious brunch. We did a little delicious brunch, some vintage shopping. We did a little bit of vintage shopping. Oh, it's been very convenient that we're both having sex with Bushwick Tops. It's so nice. I and, and love both, commuting home with you. I'll say it. I love a commute. I love a commute with you specifically. We are sharing Actually, our thoughts. We are debriefing. We we we're talking about our tops. Tops, right. if you're listening, sorry, you're getting talked about on the commute. And home. you know that the tops are listening. You the, know. They these, do. These two tops for sure definitely listen to this podcast. Oh, actually, do you want to mention this? Um, my top uh, <laughs> actually listened to last week's or the week before's podcast mm-hmm. about how to make us come mm-hmm. and actually took some pointers and applied them. Wow. I know. Not, even though we said specifically to not do that. Mm-hmm. When well, it was happening, I was like, this is so, like, smooth because, like, they didn't mention, like, oh, I'm going to apply this. But then it was certainly, certainly applied. Wow. And how was it? Great. I mean, it's what I like, so. Shit. All right. That's amazing. Yeah. My top listened as well. They have been away for a minute. Uh, they just got back to town and um, I'm on my period, so. Right. That's <laughs> inconvenient. Um, I need to break the elephant in the room out. Um, the elephant in the room out. Okay. I need to break out the elephant in the room. Okay, so close to the phrase, but okay. <laughs> um, you have been topping your top. Let's talk about it. Let's break the silence here. <gasps> I have been performing top activities on my top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the conclusion that I've come to is that I'm... I like to top tops. And yes. And what I'm not overjoyed to do is to top bottoms because I look at, like, to be honest, topping a top is a different experience than topping a bottom for a couple reasons. The main one is that, like, topping a bottom and watching them react in the same way that I would react to getting topped, it just hits way too close to home for me. I'm mm. like, it could be, I'm like, I know your tricks and I know your games. I know your tricks. Because I do that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fucking on to you and that doesn't do it for me, you know? Topping a top is entirely different because they're coming from a whole different perspective and Mm -hmm. mindset than my own. So everything is new and exciting and fresh. I also love to rock a top's world. There's nothing like rocking a top's world. Mm. And I don't want to make it sound like I'm, you know, flipping some, flipping tops and (laughs) (laughs) it's not like that. But, you know, (laughs) not that I even thought it was like that. (laughs) Jules's top is like, I would say like 45 feet taller than her. Uh So like I just literally (laughs) imagine do you picking them up and throwing them on the bed or like like putting them up on a counter (laughs) and i love it um i also do want to point out that we do have actually things to talk about this week oh my god i just realized wait what 
So we're filming this for our Patreon. I yeah. just had my hands literally inside my vagina. Right. <laughs> like, I'm literally fingering myself as I'm sitting here right, right now. Right, right. Like, not in a sexual way, in like a comfort way. Yeah, we're, so we're trying to film <laughs> so that, like, people will subscribe to our Patreon and, like, you get to see the visuals of what's happening. Um, I just got a really good wax and so I was just kind of feeling it. To be clear, not masturbating. Not I also masturbating. have my arm very gently <laughs> and masculinely around you. And I feel like this is not helping our case that no. everyone that's ever met us or even just experienced our online presence is absolutely positive of the fact that we are a, a couple. couple. Yeah. It doesn't help. We do we do nothing to help our case. We no. do only things to hurt our case. So sure. <laughs> what, what I was going to say before is that um, we actually do have uh, topics written down to talk about today. Mm-hmm. And yet we're about uh, seven minutes in and we've and only talked about tops. Um, which wait, makes us pretty I, insufferable. I, we're so insufferable. We're like, it's crazy that we thought it was a good idea to start a podcast because like people don't even like talking to us in real life. <laughs> so true do you know what i mean so true no one wants to hear what we have to say and i i I don't want to hear what we have to say i feel like that's the criteria for starting a podcast though like yeah no one cares about what you have to say so we have to i'm like i can't get anyone to listen to me in person so instead i have to try to release it in this way (laughs) and instead we just have to like guilt all of our friends into listening to it being like you're not going to support our art right when really this is just like a a grab at fame right um okay so something i want to bring up so last (laughs) night i was obviously topping my top so you know i'm you know uh fingering (laughs) (laughs) so you know i'm just absolutely finger blasting my top and um they're like okay i'm gonna come or whatever (laughs) and i was like okay yeah like you know i'm saying like come for me come for me and they're like okay well then fucking make me come or whatever and i'm like like, i'm literally i'm like obviously actively trying (laughs) no no, that that wasn't the part but so then they start coming and they start to like close their eyes and i was like Open your fucking eyes and mm. look at me while I'm making you come. Love it. And then I realized I think it's because I felt kind of lonely. <laughs> right. You know, I'm like, yeah. I, I just put in all this work and like, where the fuck did you just go? <laughs> right. Where are Give you right now? Give it to me. Where are you right now? Come for look me. Look at me. Don't just come. Eye. If I'm making you come, I'm going to, I need you me. to look me in the eye. Okay. Completely agree. Completely with that. I love eye contact. I'm an mm-hmm. eye contact bitch. I also I feel too. like it's the reason why I keep ending up in relationships when <sighs> I go into every situation I go into being like just looking for a casual hookup because Ooh. literally first fuck, I'm like, look at me, look at me. I'm going to come for you. Look into my eyes. Really into it. I kind of like, um, I've like Pavlov's dogged mm. um, my current top. Yeah. <laughs> so like every time that we've had sex and like they're coming or I'm coming, I like make them look and stare really deeply into my eyes mm-hmm. because then every time they look in my eyes, they think about coming, aka they're in love with me. Whoa. Wait, that's genius. Dude. It's it's It was training. It was a lot of training. Yeah. You know, I'm, like, really, really stare at me. Like, watch my pupils dilate as I come for you. And now you're in love with me. And it worked. And it did work. And they are in love with you. They are. They're deeply in love with me. Wow. And I them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's really smart. Thank you. I am a genius. I'm a sexual genius. You are a sexual genius. You are. And you know what you're also really good at? What? Like, sexual genius-wise, yes. Like, but you're also, like, pretty much a genius leading up to um sex like I feel like you're really good at like being a good 
forward flirter. I am a very forward flirter. Cause because here's the thing, I'm I'm not gonna like waste my time over multiple nights. <laughs> like like you do. I would say you waste your time over multiple months. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, I do. But whereas like if I'm flirting with someone all night, we buy each other drinks, whatever. At the end of the night, I will be like, hey, I'm, like, would you like to come home with me? And I, and I mean that in a sex way. Wow. I will be like, so good meeting you. Let me know when you get home safe, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will just straight up just be like, hi, would you like to come home and have sex now? And that's really admirable. Because also, like, I also don't want to, like, invite someone over and then just, like, smoke for a really long time and then just sit there and then be like, I'm going to head out because I'm like, I would have been in, in I would have been asleep now, yeah, like with a face mask have, on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have, like, a face mask on and, like, cuddling with my cat for, right. like, four hours now. And instead I wasted it on, like, conversation. You know when you're, like, so horny and trying to fuck someone Ugh. that you're, like, not actually having a conversation? You're just, like, making you're noise out of your mouth. You're literally just looking at them, imagining them fucking you and, like, you're kind of talking, but, and like... like, yeah, no, totally. Like, whatever they say, like, they finish talking and you're like fuck they just said something and then so you're just like <laughs> no you're way like, you're like i don't even know what you said all i can think about is you inside of me right, right. now but i also feel like i i would struggle to do that in like a situation like at the woods oh my god the great point to bring that up the fucking woods bro the fucking woods the woods so i've only if been you don't know the- what the woods is the mm. woods is a bar in where is it it's in like williamsburg yeah williamsburg ish area and um on Wednesdays, Wednesdays, it is a herd of lesbians, lesbians. and queer people. Um, and people like it. To me, it is like, it, it's a scary place for me. Like, I've gone only twice, and both times I have, like, this past time I had a pretty good time because I went there with the intention to get my friend kissed. I've had fun going there when I'm not looking for people. Yeah, I think it's possibly fun to go and just, like, meet for, like, friends and stuff, but if you're going there, like, horny... It's so scary. What a nightmare. But yet, it's also one of the horniest places in Brooklyn, I would say. The woods on Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah I guess. But, I mean, I get, I'm just so bad at that kind of interaction that, like, I would never hit on someone there. Ever. Yeah. I get that. It's definitely not easy. Um, I feel like I will just, like, intensely stare at people if I'm trying to flirt. But other than that, I don't really know if I have, like, a move. That's not true. I will literally, I don't know, I will just, like, really, like, I'll, like, pretend to see them for the first time and catch their eye and then kind of, like, laugh and look away and then just look right back and, like, Mm. stare at them and, like, wait for them to look at me. Double take. And then, like, eventually I'll just be, like, hi, kind of, like, from across the bar. Wow, okay. I would say, like, I... If we already have a conversation going, I can pretty much bag it from there, you know? Right. Because I think I'm easy to talk to, and, like, mm-hmm. if if I get a vibe that you think that I'm attractive, like, I'm cool, I'm chilling, I can make right. it happen, you know? Right. But if I don't know, if I if you feel like I'm wasting your time... Right. Then... If you glance even kind of away, I'm out. Oh, yeah. I'm running for the hills. Oh, no, literally. I'm like, I'm not the most amazing person you've ever seen in your life, goodbye. Right. So this past week I went with my friend who I'm going to call Cynthia to the woods and she had this objective to try to get kissed. And so we went together and um and I had a good time. I had a good time like supporting somebody else in getting fucked or or touched or kissed. <laughs> um and she did it by the way. She she reached her goal. She like it was actually something like I've never seen before. It was a masterclass for me in a way because it's the end of the night. You know, we've been dancing for probably like 
three hours hanging out. <laughs> and, you know, she's like, I feel like I've explored every option here. It's not happening for me. She turns around and she points to that, per- like, a person, like, a couple people behind her. And she's like, are they attractive? I'm like, yeah, she's a cutie. Like, I look at her and I say... And I always give this advice, and I would never follow this advice, you know? Mm, right, right. I'm like, just go up and ask her to dance. And Cynthia looks at me, and she goes, okay. She turns around. She goes up to this girl and says, do you want to dance with me? The girl goes, it would be my honor. They start dancing. 20 seconds later, they start making out. Cynthia gets her number, and, like, they're texting now. It, it like... It, Beautiful. It was... Like, the execution of it was so unbelievably smooth and mm. confident and, like easy it felt so it looked so natural um she's good and she is good and that's like she's insanely beautiful so well right I mean she's one of the most gorgeous people I've ever met I do think a lot of it is her her personal confidence as well yeah you know totally so something that I think we could get into right now because we just spoke about the woods and like you know being groups of people or whatever Mm -hmm. like I think we've sort of come to the conclusion in the past couple weeks that one of the reasons you and I have been so happy and healthy lately is because we have cultivated the most perfect friend group in the whole world bro yes i cannot stop preaching this up until now i feel like we always had one to 25 bitches in our lives Mm -hmm. causing issues yes yeah and i feel like we always kind of had them around and it was always because you and I, like, we have very big hearts, and we always can, like, look past things and be like, I love you no matter what. We've had our bad moments, too. Right. But, like, here's the thing. Something great about you and I, genuinely, we apologize for our bad moments. Oh, my God. Always. Like, when we have a shitty moment, we're always like, hey, dude, I was being a fucking monster. Yeah, I'm so a monster. Yeah. So, so sorry about that. Whereas, I feel like a lot of the people that I'm referring to are people who are like, yeah, I did that, and... And truly, we would get over it. I feel like we just made a lot of excuses for a lot of people's behavior. And right now in our lives, our friend group is fire, 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 10 out of 10, not a dramatic bitty. If anyone is cuntly or rude or has a bad attitude, it's definitely you or me. (laughs) (laughs) Or or it's like immediately apologize for. It's like, hey, dude, really sorry about snapping at you. I'm a monster. Or like, oh my God, like you keep doing this thing where literally you'll absolutely like make a very obvious joke and be like fuck you idiot ha and then 10 minutes later be like hey uh remember earlier when i said fuck you and called you an idiot (laughs) just joking dude i love you and you're brilliant and like everyone's like yeah we know (laughs) we literally know like it's fine but i also think that's a really good quality because i feel like more often than not i'll like read someone and then like walk out of the room and then in my head be like really should have clarified that I was just joking. Like, I think they know, but I should have clarified. And then, like, it'll just haunt me for months as opposed to me saying anything. Right. Everyone around us is so amazing right now and genuinely very kind. Like, I don't get in fights with my friends. Me either. And I used to. I have never been in a friend fight where we have been, like, not on talking terms. Except for, like... That you is, know. what are you talking about? Who are you you've, talking? you've, <laughs> you've given me the silent treatment more than once in our friendship. For extended periods of time. For like for an a hour. Week. No. A week? What the fuck are you Absolutely talking about? Absolutely for a week. Something special about me is that I was on the highest legal <laughs> dose of Lexapro for like all four years of college, so I cannot remember a drop of college. Like, not kidding. I, I have no memories of college at all. I studied abroad, can't remember it. <laughs> 
had multiple meaningful relationships, can't remember them. Right, right. Don't well, remember. just to inform you, we would, like, get in a fight over something, like, stupid. Like, I would be snippy at you because I was in an abusive relationship, and you would take it deeply, deeply personal because mm-hmm. you were horribly insecure. Mm-hmm. And then, like, for a week straight, you wouldn't look me in the eyes, and I'd be like... And then eventually I'd just walk into your room and be like, dude, what? can we stop? You, the, you know what? The only instance I can think of right now was the, like, snippy argument you and I got into. So I have a famous ex, okay? That one. That's what, yeah, I'm thinking of that, You're thinking too. of that one? That, okay. that We did resolve that night, but... Because of my famous ex. Because of your famous ex. Julia has a deeply famous ex, like, has an Oscar. And when I say ex, was this person my partner? No. Did this person live with me? Yes. <laughs> Did, did this, this person, person crash my your car? car into a tree? Yes. Did this, did this person, person deny you? saying they ran my tree, my car into a tree after I watched it out my bedroom window? <laughs> yes. yes. Um, and I'll but leave it at that. But can you say ex-boyfriend? No, you can't say ex-boyfriend no. because I can say literal ex. I can say ex. Um, domestic partner. Domestic partner. Because this person was in fact. I can with also us. say currently owes me thousands of dollars for for <laughs> auto repairs. <laughs> But <laughs> but I will leave it at that. But yeah, I guess we were only a year into our friendship at that point, so we were still, like, yeah. figuring out some things. Because Jules is very, especially when you're drunk, holy shit. Oh my god, I'm a monster. When, when, not, I, not, not a monster. When you're drunk, you're, like, fiercely defensive of your friends to mm-hmm. the point where sometimes you're not even listening mm. and you just do what you think you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So I was being kind of sexiled from my room. Sophomore um, year of college. Sophomore year of college, but by the person that's in your room because they were having insanely loud <laughs> sex. So I was like, not about to knock and be like, kind of step in real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, <laughs> <laughs> like that is what the sex sounded like. So I was Jesus. like, okay, I'm scared. So I'm sitting there, but I'm also trying to go over to like my um partner's house and i'm like sitting at the kitchen table with jules and her extremely famous uh, domestic domestic partner partner. (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like fuck i like don't know what to do i honestly wish they would just wrap it up and jules is like what no i got this and i go jules no jules no and not listening at all she just gets up and walks out knocks on the freaking door and goes hey you guys um friday actually just needs to get in there for a sec so is it all right if you guys just like wrap it up for a second and i was like beat red because i was trying not to be that roommate and like she comes back and she was like okay we're gonna wrap it up and i look at her and i was like I am so mad at you right now. And she was like, what? And I was like, I'm so mad at you right now. Why the fuck did you do that? Like, I was way too mean. I was way too mean about it. I was, I was way drunk. too sensitive. I was drunk. I literally, like, completely lashed out. And I was like, bro, I'm pissed at you. Don't fucking do that. I can handle myself. I'm an adult. Like, clearly taking some shit out on you that did not need to be taken out on you. Just, I don't know, control issues, whatever. And you literally burst into tears and sprint to your room. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like... Like a baby. Like, and I'm sitting there being like, what the fuck just happened? And Jules, famous ex-domestic partner, Mm -hmm. looks me in the eyes and says, let me explain it. And breaks down so perfectly what just happened and, like, why it was an issue and, like, like, how that all happened and why you were upset and what I should do. Mm -hmm. And he was so right. He was dead on. It was honestly incredibly emotionally aware, Mm -hmm. completely understanding you and, like, your shit and Mm -hmm. your trauma and me and, like, why I reacted that way. Mm -hmm. And in, like, such a calm, cool, collected way was, like, yeah, you should just go and apologize to her, let her know you didn't mean to snap at her, but that, you know, in the future you can handle yourself and you can handle your business and you don't need her to step in. 
And I was like, wow. And so I did. I went upstairs and I was like, hey, Jay, I'm really sorry. And you cried and I cried. And I was like, I'm really, really sorry. I didn't mean to do it. And we talked it out. And then you were like, I feel really awkward. Because we were with a group of people. You were like, I feel really awkward, like, going back into the space now. And I was like, what if I gave you a little introduction? And you were like, that would be perfect. So I did go down and, like, be like, all right, everybody. <laughs> coming down is Jules. <laughs> Because you had just stormed out of the room crying, uh-huh. and we didn't really know how to rejoin the party non-awkwardly, right. so instead we just did the most uncomfortable thing probably ever. Oh my We've god. We've come so far since that moment, but also we're the same people. Yeah. <laughs> if you if we drink too much, we're the exact same people. Yeah, truly. But we don't no really different. drink, t- I, I mean, I, we don't drink too much anymore. Okay. No, that's true. The last time I blacked out was my 25th birthday. I am 25. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah. <laughs> the last time I blacked out, I mean, it's been years for me. Yeah. But I still am someone that gets, like, <laughs> I'll cry after I've had one beer in me. In fact, I did yesterday cry after having one beer in me. <laughs> Multiple times. I love that about you. Yeah. Um, We wanted to chat about places that we consider our living room. Oh, yeah. So, I feel like living in Brooklyn, living in New York, you sort of can't spend a lot of time in your home because more likely than not you're paying around eight million dollars for something that is about like 25 square feet Mm -hmm. and you just need more you need more places to call home Mm -hmm. and so there are several locations that I feel like we consider our living rooms Mm -hmm. that are simply not our living rooms one of them bar bar on Tuesday nights is our living room I have taken my binder off in the middle of bar I when I walk into bar I take off my jacket and my bag with my wallet in it and I just put it down somewhere and walk away yep 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 yep. I just leave I'll just walk in leave all my shit just in a corner (laughs) my passport ID Mm -hmm. social security card birth certificate Mm -hmm. around $200 in cash Mm -hmm. um, my grandmother's (laughs) diamond ring exactly just fully on display somewhere yeah and it's just there. Um, I don't know if we should be advertising this. <laughs> yeah. Because if, like, anyone with negative intentions hears this, they'll be like, great, 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 I'm gonna go rob them. Maybe we should bleep out the name of the bar? Sure. Well, there's this bar we go to, and it's our living room. Another place that is our living room is Heavywoods in Bushwick. Another bar. This is the place we go to make our tops hang out with us at the same time. It's Spaces. right in the middle of both of their homes, and we we are always like come we to text our tops we say tops 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 snap snap chop chop and the tops will roll up and then we'll then um, they realize unfortunately we are just trying to hang out with each other but we also <laughs> want to be getting validation from them from the tops yeah right so we just get very drunk and giggle 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 and make them interact which I honestly love to watch um another place that is our living room would be the hilltop ale house in Washington Heights haven't been there in a while haven't been there in so long something about hilltop Ale House in Washington Heights is that in the year 2019, I took seven first dates there. <laughs> and I made out with all of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> and like, I'm talking, some of these were in the same week, you know? And the staff there was small. They knew me. They knew me and they watched me. And the reason I did it because it was about 500 feet from my apartment. So obviously, like, if I'm bringing you home... What what would you say qualifies as making a place our living room? Because I feel like mm-hmm. I have a couple requirements. Okay, so for me, first of all, it's that I need to at and I need to be in any mental state, any physical state, any outfit, mm-hmm. any 
and I want to be able to walk into that space and not feel self-conscious at all. At all. You know? Dude, I, for me, it's I have to be able to confidently take a nap in that space. Okay. And just be able to do that. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So, we woke up this morning in Bushwick. And something I feel like I really have room for improvement in is my morning after sex personality. Mm. Because I wake up in the morning after I've had sex with someone and sometimes I feel like I treat them like an absolute stranger. <laughs> and I not because I feel like they're a stranger at all, just because I feel like disgusting in the morning. Like, are you a morning sex person? I am a morning sex person, but I also feel like that's because often... I get too sleepy to have sex at night, Mm. and then I wake up with a boner. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I wake up being like, now we have to fuck, because, like, we were building it up all night, and then I absolutely fell asleep, and now we gotta get out of the way. And also, now that I'm having exclusively queer sex, I actually want to have sex sober, and I don't need to be drunk for it. Oh, and that is something, isn't it? Yeah. That's too bad. That was a too bad of a realization to to realize. (laughs) Um, yeah, do love sober sex now. Yeah, sober sex is, you know, sober sex is great, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I did kind of forget that I didn't need to be inebriated to have sex for a little bit um, because I was dealing with some trauma. Of course. Um, and But now I love it. Now I'm like, yeah, no, I want to remember this. Can you can you come when you're drunk? <laughs> it's harder for me, for sure, especially on Lexpro. Mm. Before I was on Lexpro, for sure. Now that I'm on Lexpro, not as much. Um, but sober sex, boom, boom, ba, ba, do, ba, do, ba. Mm. Um, same. I guess I, I, I can come when I'm drunk, but, um, I come way harder when I'm sober. Yeah, of course. Like, I have, like, significantly better work. And, okay, so my morning personality thing, like, I want to have morning sex. Because, like, I need to be able to get up and, like, brush my teeth and drink a glass of water. <laughs> Maybe if I was able to get up, brush my teeth, have some coffee in bed with the person. I also have no personality before I have coffee. None. So then how do you have sex in the morning? You don't have to have a personality to have sex. <laughs> I guess if you're in a relationship, then no. But I think No, that- even when I'm not in a relationship, I love, like, sleepy sex. I love being like, good morning. And then I'm just like, let me touch your clit. Yeah, but I feel like you need a bit of a flirty personality to get into that. Like, mm. when I tell you, I literally will wake up in the morning and be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. I guess I see that. I'm going to work on that. Yeah. I'm going to try to have some morning sex, and I'm going to try to have some sober sex. Um, Speaking of sober sex, do so we were just chatting about our traumas and how we're both amazing in bed. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you two questions. Mm-hmm. Sure. One, when did you realize you were, like, absolutely bananas, amazing in bed? And two, um, do you think you're amazing in bed because of your trauma? <laughs> or do you think you have trauma because you're amazing in bed? Great questions. I have answers for both. Okay. I realized I was amazing in bed extremely early on. Me as well. Like, honestly, like, kind of right after, like, right when I started having sex. Yeah. I was probably 17, Mm -hmm. and I just remember, like, hearing about the sex that, like, my friends in high school weren't necessarily having sex, but, like, hearing about sex that, like, my boyfriend's friends were having and things like that and just being, like, I'm literally putting on a fucking circus show when I'm inside. <laughs> literally, like, I'm giving it my entire all. Yeah. And, like, I am putting on a performance. I'm having a great it's a, time. It's a three-act play. It's literally a There's a distinct beginning, middle, and end. There's an intermission for you to catch your fucking breath. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's not, again, that's not every time. It's like I'm, like, putting doing that every time. But, 
Um, no, but it's a performance. It's a circus act. And I, it's a freak show. It's a freak show, baby. Yeah. But I'm, I mean, I'm having like, I'm, it's not like a fake act. Like I'm having no. a great time. Like I, no, but, I'm, I'm fully realized in my act. I am present in my act. Oh yeah. But nevertheless, it it's is an a, act. It is a three act. It's a three, performance. Yes. So I realized very early on that I was very good at sex. But I, and here's where I can answer your second question now. I started, you know, giving it my absolute all every mm-hmm. time because my self-esteem was so low when I began having sex mm. that I felt so sort of thankful that anyone would want to be having sex with me that I'm like, I need to, like, really turn it the fuck on mm. to make it – because this person is having to, like, be with me. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. Right. Insecure alert. Um, I'm like, this person's having to, like, touch my body. Right. So I better make it really worth their while. I don't feel that yeah. way anymore. I feel confident in my body now, and and anyone who gets to even fucking look at me should consider themselves blessed and absolutely pay you eight million dollars. Um, but right, but um, uh, so then I would say that I am good at sex because of my trauma. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I would say the same. Yeah, I would say that the deep deep um abandonment issues that scarred me from infancy. Mm-hmm. Um, make it so that when I get to that level of intimacy with even a stranger, I need to give them the show of their world so they won't leave me. Mm. Even if I don't really want them around, oh, I'm like, of course. I mean, no, I, but you have right. to be desperate to want to be with me and want all this again. Right. Like, this is a soul tie I'm creating, mm-hmm. right? I'm letting you into my birthing canal, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And through that, healing my own birth trauma. Because you're adopted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that we haven't talked no, about oh, that okay, yeah. So for sure, that is the reason. Like, um, you know, like as people are crying out, being like, "Oh, baby, yeah." I remember when I was a baby crying out. Wow, <laughs> being like, "Where the fuck's my mom?" Being like, wh- "Why did she leave me? Right? Why wasn't I good enough?" Right. And now I'm good enough. Right. I am giving it good but enough. But through that trauma, I'm throwing it back. I'm yeah. riding. Yeah, I'm like riding. I, it's my fucking job. Yeah. I'm I'm choking, choking, choking. I'm screaming. Mm-hmm. I also feel like I I was about to say I get off from coming. No shit, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I get pleasure from coming. I'll say it. <laughs> but I just mean that I'm like like I'm just gonna give you the show of your life, and I'm gonna convince you you've given me the ride of my life. Um, and honestly, most of the time I have pretty good sex because, like, it's just so passionate. I'm grabbing. I'm mm-hmm. screaming. I'm pulling. I'm saying your mm-hmm. name. Like, Oh, you're a namesayer? I'm a namesayer. I love it because wow. I'm like, you're going to get validation from this. Like, you're mm. going to think about this later. Wow. Recently, I've been having my name said. And I'm. it's cool. I like it for sure. Yeah. I remember I when I fucked a dude for the first time, I was, like, screaming his name the whole time. And he was like, no one's ever done that. That was, like, really cool. And then he fell in love with me. And mm. literally, it's like, yeah, no shit you did. Because I literally made you feel like a sex god. When, honestly, you were just doing all right. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that you're right. There's definitely so many times I've been like, holy fuck fucking shit are you fucking kidding me and it's been like medium sex that's not what's <laughs> so happening like right absolutely now. missing my clit and i'm like there 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 right there right there right there that's not what's happening right now if you're like I- <laughs> no i'm having amazing no sex but right that's now. not happening for either of us right now at all i'm just throwing that out there no, no yeah right now we are both having absolutely great sex, great sex. sex yeah. and we are talking about it on the b46 crown heights bus every coming the back b- from Bush, 40, for the b46, the b46 crown heights, heights bus, bound no you are along utica the king's <laughs> plaza via utica bus at around 
I would say usually noon. 10.30 to noon. 10.30 to noon on certain days of the week. From Bushwick to... Is getting yeah. a break down. A b- absolute breakdown. And they know how good it is. Yeah. We've gotten fist bumps from strangers. Oh, yeah. Hearing about it. Oh, They've yeah. been like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Me being, yeah, me being like, slapped him across the face. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. For me, it's been really long, uh, long role play. You've been doing so, so much, much role play. play. We went out as a group with like just some friendos, and the entire time, me and my stripper boyfriend Ted um, <laughs> were doing this really long role play that um, <laughs> he was giving me a college tour because we were going to see a play. <laughs> I love this story. So like, literally, we're like, we should do some role play right now because we were like, seeing a play. Because we were seeing a play. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And I was, he was like, okay. Okay, okay, I'm giving you a college tour. Like, we had yeah. to, like, make it not too power and balancy Because that would have been really That's freaky and weird. Yeah. Um, so, and so we made it that we were extremely similar ages, but he was just, like, a slightly older, like, cool guy, like, giving me a college tour. And so, literally, we are with all of our friends having normal conversations, and then we just, like, whisper each other ears, and I was like, this campus is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, we were, like, seeing the play, and I'm like, it seems like your drama program's really good. And he was being so funny because like obviously I'm an actor so I'm like coming up with things of course. like giving a full like horny performance. You have an actor's secret for sure. I have an actor's secret and he's just like he's like yeah that that's actually one of our best acting majors. Oh my <laughs> Totally God. giving it. So We're like cute. making all these jokes blah blah blah. Went off from the group get a drink. We like go back to his place. I was like wow the dorms are really big you know. <laughs> and he's like yeah uh, you want to watch something? And I was like sure. Yeah I'm just like chilling i don't really know where my dorm is <laughs> i'm lost i'm lost kind of he's like you can just like hang out on the couch no prob and then literally we put something on and i absolutely fall asleep just just i go to bed mm-hmm. did you have sex in the morning sure did there you go and there you go <sighs> okay listen um little shameless plug here we're making a patreon as i've already said so go on and subscribe to our patreon and you're gonna see us just sitting in bed doing this you're but, gonna see but things that i've been doing throughout this include fingering myself <laughs> farting we are also completely naked right now and touching each other yeah we're completely naked in this for sure like honestly i hope patreon even lets us upload this video we also have bodacious booties that we are shaking twerking and slapping during all of this uh-huh uh-huh i've got like triple f's my titties right um, and also we are, uh, doing very complex dance moves and aerial work. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you're not going to miss it. You're going to want to subscribe to the Patreon to see these videos. Our last segment of the pod is going to be phrases we can't stop saying because we are annoying. Mm-hmm. And we want to make this a recurring thing because I feel like we get on these phrases and we say them to death until they're no longer funny. And honestly, they never started out funny. Right. Um, mine right now is, I'm gonna come. I say this about everything. Anything in the world. The other day, Taryn made me a breakfast bowl, and I said, oh my god, I'm gonna come. Um, the other day, Julia told me she quit her job, and I said, oh my god, you're so amazing, I'm gonna come. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I say this loud, and I say this proud, that and I say this publicly, baby. and I say this on the B46 Utica <laughs> Bell bus, loudly. I've been making a lot of jokes about fisting lately. It is because you've been fisting lately. Nah, I mean, who's to say, you know? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, 
Italian fingering. Italian finger. And if you want to know what the Italian finger is, <laughs> you're going to have to check the Patreon because we're showing you what the Italian finger is. And if you don't know, you don't know, and you're missing out. You're really so missing out. subscribe. I'm making a ton of fisting jokes lately. My my friend uh, told me that she was. We were texting, and she said, "Okay, I'm going into my therapy appointment right now. Let me talk to you later." And my immediate response was, "How mad would you be if I fisted your therapist?" <laughs> Um, can't stop talking about it. Can't stop trying to f- ap- actively fist everyone. Um, but I, not really. I'm not really actually interested in fisting anyone. <laughs> Another, um, joke slash phrase we can't stop saying is that, like, anyone that we deeply hate or someone who has a bad personality or, like, a man who, like, sexually harassed us on the street will say, you know what? I wish Blank was here. Yes! About that yes. person. We are obsessed with it. Like, at any point... Like, we'll be like, I wish that guy from earlier was here. I kind of miss him. Like, the guy that she was here. deeply sexually uh, harassed, harassed us, us on yeah. the street. Yeah, we're like, dude, I kind of miss him. I wish he was here right now. No one laughs. Um, just us. Just us. Um, okay, so just some uh, little housekeeping things. Uh, I think initially we had said that we were going to be putting out episodes once every week. That's not happening right now. Maybe we'll get into that for Pride Month. For right now, they're going to be coming out bi-weekly every other Tuesday. See you next next Tuesday. See oh. you NNT cunt. cunt. <laughs> um, um, and as always, we end on a song. I don't know the song. Either. I don't know the song either. What, what song is this? No, no, this is good. I wanna make love in this club. Hey, in this club. Hey, in this club. Hey, in this club. I wanna make love in this club. Hey, in this club. Hey. I feel like these are different. The lyrics are like, cause I'm drunk. Aren't they? Whatever. All right. So much love. So much love and blessings. Bye. Pray for us. Uh, I'll say prayers for all of you this week. Goodbye. Bye.